is a very special edition of the Instant Street Podcast, episode number 88, always brought to you by Kayfabe Cards. Be who you want to be, and I've got three people. Uh, that's the, all the descriptors you're getting, frankly. <laughs> that's, we're people. Yeah, you're people. Three I of mean, them. That's not bad. Citizens of Earth, I guess, is just the qualifier, uh, qualifier here. But it is three floating. We've got Jacob Bertrand. We've got Aiden. Hi. Hi, and Sam. I almost I like I know you just said it. You literally asked you how Kwasniewski. to Kwasniewski, and I even said Polish, and you're like, yeah. And then that was it. That was it. You just became. <laughs> All you remembered was he's Polish. Basically, yeah, yeah. that was it. Do you speak Polish? Uh, no, I do not speak any oh, Polish. I, was just I spell. I celebrate Polish Christmas though. You so yeah. does he actually? Sweet. Vilia. It's just an extra Christmas. <laughs> I'm like, why not? Like, just throwing Russian Christmas in there, Chinese New Year, sure. like whatever works, man. Yeah. 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 No, definitely. But yeah, thanks for doing this again. Uh, we are kind of on location. Uh, where I honestly don't know because we went up like a, <laughs> a dirt trail, and I wish that I could show people this palace. Unreal. Unreal. This place. Overlaying footage of it right now. <laughs> you know that's not a bad idea. Exactly. Uh, I don't know how I'm gonna edit this because honestly, this is like just this is like a special edition. But thank you guys for doing the show. Honestly. Heck yeah. We're roommates actually. That's why we're doing this. Yeah. It's. <laughs> but we went from an Airbnb with no Wi-Fi and one of us on the couch to basically we each have our own floor. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty freaking sweet. This place is massive. It's huge. Yeah, shout out Realm Game. Thank yeah, you. thank you to thank you, uh, yeah, Realm. Realm Games for, for hooking this up big time. Uh, ultimately, though, we're, we're here for uh, the pre-release, which was Dust Till Dawn, which happened this past weekend. How did you guys feel about that? We'll start with, the, I guess, Sam hit it, maybe. Like, how was your pre-release? You did. Mr. Winning a box and a half. That was pretty sweet. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> that was pretty sweet. But I did it the diplomatic way, which was basically getting to, like, winning the first two and then saying, chop up like half halfsies and we play for the cold foil and that the first one of my first losses like in the finals was to this clown over here that's me i'm the clown <laughs> uh pre-release was really fun it was actually my first time drafting the set um and got a pretty cracked chain pool i read the seat well yes. i was supposed to be in chain but the deck was cracked. I got the majestic weapon, bunch of arcane damage. Met this dude in the finals. Yeah, oh, met me. I was just like, <laughs> it was basically like standing at a bus stop and getting forgotten because you just like blew right past me. <laughs> I was there, I was like, goodbye. <laughs> kind of how that went. Yeah, it was a close game. I mean, like you said, it felt close. I was at one, but the inevitable, <laughs> but the damage was kind of inevitable at that point. No, it was like it wasn't close. Like I, it was one of those things where how many games have you played where at the end of the game it's like oh it was like three to nothing at the end. Yeah, but the dude like just. Went to three. Yeah, ch yeah, chunked 14 so that he can just take it, like, right, and send it right back. But uh, you guys had a good time, too, right? Like, you guys were... Yeah, their tournament was really great. You guys did really well, right? Let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah, Aiden, because you can go last. Um, yeah, I... Uh, because, because I did the best. <laughs> I um, We drafted four times? You drafted four. Uh, I think we drafted, we drafted three. Yeah, because they're in the finals. Yeah, because we were yeah. in the winners winners bracket. So um, I drafted four times. It was my first time drafting Monarch. I had no idea what I was doing. It was fun to see Prism cards. I've never played Prism before, or seen Chain, or Bolton, or Levia. So that was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I lost a lot in like the first two pods. Won one game in the third pod. And then I got to meet uh, Matt in the finals uh, for the last pod. Ended up losing. I was on chain, though, and it was a pretty fun, pretty cool chain deck. Chain was really fun to figure out. Um, yeah, it was cool. Monarch is sick. I, li I think I like Monarch more than Outsiders. Yes. Whoa. No, but... Yeah, but maybe I that's a hot take, 
but it's hot but like at the same time i think it's not that hot once if if we all had access to drafting monarch in the same capacity and the same frequency as we've drafted like you know uh maybe like tales of aria or whatever like all the post-covid stuff because monarch was a set that nobody drafted yeah because it was right in the crux of like that really covid time where no, no one's one... going out you couldn't meet yeah yeah and so no one did it. And like, I think I drafted it once and that was when I was just getting the game and I wanted to get as much as possible. And like ultimately drafting it three times in a row, four for you scrubs, but like three times <laughs> in a row, I was like, damn, this site is actually really great to draft. And like, I was talking to Matt Rogers last week and he was saying about how it might be his favorite draft format. And I'm like, you're stupid. Like you're stupid, Matt Rogers. Like yeah. how, <laughs> how would you say something like that when other great drafts uh, exist? And then doing it all this past weekend, I was like, damn, like there's a lot of fun to be had in this set. Yeah, it's cool. I even like the I know people are kind of shitting on the Dust Till Dawn, like, you know, anti shadow cards, anti light cards, because yeah. they're like, oh, they're for cube or whatever, and they don't really make sense. But it was cool playing with them in Monarch, and they actually had some viability, and it was pretty cool. Like, I know Sam, you cheesed out a game with one of the yeah. What was it against Matt? Oh shit, damn. With one of the shadow instants. But. Oh, it was like banished everything from my soul. Like, or if this is attacking like somebody who, like who has something if in their soul. You, if it hit, yeah. If it hits you, it's like you know, uh, like banish a card from soul, lose a life, lose some life. Like, yeah, yeah exactly. Like shadow hero. Yeah. <laughs> Slash their tires. <laughs> and, uh, how did your How did your uh, pre-release go, Aiden? Oh, so great. So actually, the <laughs> the realm games allowed us to draft four rounds of first oh, edition monarch. So it was a awesome pre-release, but how you actually got to do all four rounds um, is you you lose the first one. So it's like, okay, I'm not going to get the box. Oh, also box per win, which is sick. Oh, no, That's not, not per win if you win the box. Oh, box oh, yeah, per. Yeah, are you kidding? Box per win of, of the it's whole like pot. The yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> if you are... It's not a good business winner. model, frankly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> so lost, join the next one, lost, join the next one lost <laughs> join the fourth one now this one first pack via the vanguard i'm like oh my god it is like matt matt got got three via the vanguard well, in the first draft and like the worst part is people kept because i tweeted that out i said is this a good deck because i got three v's <laughs> and um and like uh, uh spill blood as and People are like, oh, see, and people are saying like, this is uh, this is what happens when you're the only Bolton in a pot. I'm like, no, I'm like, Aiden was like two spots to my right. He <laughs> he just got absolutely gooned by RNG because yeah. all the yeah, whenever because one of the V's that I got were was like pack two pick five so it was legitimately the dude to your right who opened it and then just all, all the way around, the way yeah, around. it literally fucking like its passport was stamped absolutely in every continent it <laughs> everywhere except mine yeah except my continent yeah you never even got so, to see it so so this one i was like like after hearing about that i was like okay i'm taking this v and then drafted the worst like draft chaff Bolton like should have been Prism should have been uh, Leviah like anything other than Bolton but I was like sticking to it I was like I'm just gonna force um, and the guy that I was playing with round one was like oh I'll just draft so that you have eight for the pod because it was late it was the last draft of the day and then I'll go and so my my one win was a buy. <laughs> And I still got the buy, but he, but after drafting his deck, he's looking at his deck. He's like, oh, this is a really good chain deck. I'm actually, hey, you know what? Let's just play for fun. So I played for fun and lost for fun. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, and like, oh, no, it's great. Like, you take the buy, like, keep playing. And I was like, 
Thanks, man. Thank you. <laughs> this is great. Dude, they all count. Those count. Like, that's too bad. It, it happens. <laughs> and your gem was like, oh. <gasps> <laughs> 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 to be fair, to be fair. Of the three of us, Aiden is the only one to share a top eight with Michael Hamilton. So, you know, who's 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 laugh who got That's the last true. laugh? I mean, ultimately, like when it comes to actual results, Aiden like is much better than us. But on any <laughs> given like literally like any given Sunday, like we all did great and Aiden unfortunately was a passenger on that one. Yeah, I mean I, 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 that's also just how like all of the fight nights go. I've yet to put up a win on fight night. So, you know, we'll just stick to like putting up wins and getting serious for tournaments. I love, I love that. Uh, even not even just the fight nights, just with like me and Sam playing Aiden just for fun. I think you've maybe beaten both of us maybe five times. And how many games have you guys played? Yeah, uh, oh, no, not hundreds. Definitely above 50, though. Yeah, well, exactly. I'm like, win rate. We're breaking double digits soon, hopefully. Like, fingers crossed. Yeah. I just, I loved when uh, Aiden was first playing the game. Or actually, both of us, when we first kind of got into the game, we just could not figure out Icelander. And Sam would just play his Icelander and steamroll us. And we'd be like, this hero's fucking busted. Like, what the heck? This is like, you know, right after Uprising. Or not right after. It was like right after Bolander, I guess, came out. I hate Control. Yeah, like, oh, Control's the worst. And uh, we went to Worlds, and I was able to finally take down an Icelander, and it felt so good, and Sam was so proud of me. And then I remember Sam and Aiden, like, grinded games of Icelander. Whoa. In a dash. Yeah, in a, yeah, dash Icelander. Yeah, no, uh, in those test games. <laughs> this was also still hypothermia. This was also still hypothermia. Dude, those count. And amulet. Yeah. So, so. Yeah, it was like seven games of Icelander. Like, this is the one deck that I really don't know how to beat. It is my white whale. The one game, like, that I... So I lost all of them. That, <laughs> we got to start. Lost all of them. And, and and I was like, wow, this feels great. I'm so ready uh, to play more Icelander. Um, the one that was the most tragic, though, is I got the three-pounder stack, which I think that is the way to beat Icelanders. You stack your pounders, and then you go. But, like... Yeah. It was it was terrible because Sam was like, oh, I lost this game already. I lost this game. Oh, I just won. There was a, one thing about this weekend that I thought was hilarious, which was every time that Jacob would say that he's absolutely going to lose this game, he ended up winning it, which was <laughs> and then what was crazy because that that final pod, like the last draft of the day, I started that draft. I didn't choose a hero till midway through pack two. And I was like, I have no clue what I'm doing. I had a stack of cards this high. I only had 40 playable cards. So like literally every card on top was like just garbage because I couldn't play it. And I started that draft when it was completed. And I told you guys, I said, this is the worst draft I've ever done in my entire life. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to just, oh, like I'm going to, oh, like, you know, oh, one drop. And I was like, it's not going to happen. Then it was me and you in the finals. And everyone's just like, how the hell do you, you Make said it was it the worst here. draft. Yeah. And I said, I'm like, I, eventually I just drafted Heralds and hate drafted all the generic poppers. Like that was my strategy strategy and then in the in the final game against you it came to a, a, a point where like I think I took some damage and you're like oh shit I think I'm just gonna lose this game and I was and at that point I'm like I'm gonna lose this game like now I'm gonna lose this game it was just both of us I said it because I said the thing that makes me win basically that's yeah, yeah. exactly exactly what happened but uh overall uh your impression so far like you've opened some Dustal Dawn cards you've played Monarch my impression of Dust Till Dawn, I think I told you guys this, is like it wasn't exactly the art looks great, but it it yeah. seems like this is something that should be an addendum to Monarch, which it obviously is. But 
like I, what we've come to expect from supplemental sets like Crucible of War, Everfest, Dynasties, that everybody gets a sprinkle, right? Like this just seems like there's so much left. No sprinkle for mech. No sprinkle for mech. Like there's nothing for mech. And there are great cards that have been had, like Starstruck, freaking amazing. Like play tested it this this weekend. Starstruck's amazing. There's a lot of cards that we were talking about, like all the Unity cards for all the other other heroes and whatnot. But like. What are your impressions of Dust Till Dawn specifically? Like Sam, like you got to open a bunch of packs and whatever. No serialized he cards. Wants. Yeah, zero. Serial- no serialized. No serialized cards, cards but still. <laughs> yeah, we we were talking about this the other night. It's, I mean, it's a really cool set if you're excited about these four heroes. I think they did a really good job of creating a set with these four, you know, quote unquote new heroes or just new support for the old heroes that, like, I want to try all the new decks. I want to try all the four new new heroes or you know the the new support for the old heroes like I want to try all those decks I think they did a really good job of of making it look really fun and making it look cool and and the, the cards look great it does just kind of feel like another core draftable set that you just can't draft you know what I mean it's like there's there's not that same excitement for everybody who plays all the different classes so if you're expecting a supplemental set to have something for you and you don't play any of these four classes you don't really have that but so it, you know, for these other more focused sets, everybody else at least gets to draft. It's like, all right, oh, I don't really want to play any of these heroes in CC, but I'm going to draft the set. I'm going to play it in sealed. But because you can't do it with this set, it just feels like this weird in between. That I mean, I still really like the set. I'm really excited to open a bunch of cards and and play with the new decks. But I do understand why some people are like, what is, what? Where does this exist in Flesh and Blood? It's kind of in between the things we've seen before. PVE. Yeah, <laughs> PVE. You I, got you got to put those PVE cards in somewhere. And like, I think to me, just isn't PVE yet? Yeah, I mean, but like, you gotta like, the trickle. Va- yeah, trickle up to it. I like, I don't know. To me, it seems like this is the the tenth like set of Flesh and Blood. Like they announced at Pro Tour, it seems like it's a celebration of the game and. Yeah, that probably means that, like... But it's not, though. Yeah, like, yeah. that's the thing, because if it was a celebration of the game, you think that everybody, every hero... Would get some cards. Would get something, and I get it, because I remember that. Like, they're talking about the 10th thing, when, you know, yeah. like, there's all these cool inserts, which we're going to open this weekend, obviously. Yeah, but, like, those cool all the one-of-ones. Yeah. But, like, I get what you're saying. And the whole thing about the PvE, about this being all about PvE, and, like, oh, it's a slow burn to PvE, and, like, we also got, like, the, the Professor uh, bundle, right? Which is going to be kind of, like, for more UPF, but it might have a lot more uh, PvE implications, too. But at a certain point, like when does the trickle turn into an actual like puddle or something that you can play in? Because right now, everybody has this this automatic response of, well, this is not really playable, but it will be for PvE. But it's like, shit, dude, like, okay, but like for now, we don't have it. So why don't you just release a, like, I'm not honestly release a PvE exclusive set, but maybe it's like a bundle or a box set that you buy, but nobody wants to open stuff that they can't play right and that feels bad and i'm going to be completely honest with you this is the first set that i did not pre-order and the reason why is because i don't i'm not going to play or might not play a vincent i'm not going to play this prism and the cards that are in there that i'm interested in are like the specialization cards and i'm just going to buy like the play sets spend like you know 50 60 bucks on the singles and then you know i mean like i won a box and a half and like i'm happy with what i got Congrats. Yeah, I know. Like, but I'm going to get the legendaries and I'm going to buy those separately. But I'm not like, this is the first set that I didn't just automatically pre order like a case or two. Like, do you feel like the same way? Like, that this PVE now, this whole discussion of some of this stuff is for PVE. Like, 
have we pushed too far without getting it? Like it's it's been this conversation. It's been teased for so long. Like, it, do you feel like it's we're, it's kind of getting old to a degree, Jacob? Yeah, like it should it should just be out now. Yeah. By this point, how much we talk about it? I don't know. I guess. <clears throat> I think. Oh, thank you. I think the PVE is going to take a while, and I'm happy that they're taking a long time to. I guess get the finer details down before just releasing and be like, ah, oh, I guess we'll work on it. But I'm excited for it to finally come out and like it's gonna be a banger and super cool. I don't really mind this supplemental set not carrying something for every hero. I mean, was there there weren't guardian cards and outsiders, were there? That's a draftable set. Like where uh, the previous one was Dynasty, and Dynasty it, did get some Dad had everything. It had everything. But yeah. they weren't great. I mean like, they sucked. All the oh yeah, there was Guardian shit in in Dynasty, yeah, it was in the Guardians. what Guardian cards are you running like from that? Stead, there's like buckle, yeah, buckle, buckle was, but buckle's great, and like that, that's fine, and I get it, and like people who kind of like shit talk sets like Everfest, I challenge you to go back to Everfest and tell me like that set wasn't actually gas, like that there's yeah. great stuff in it, and people talk down on Everfest a I lot. Spring I I love Everfest literally just for Spring Titans. Everfest is probably. Everfest is probably one of my favorite sets I've ever opened. Yeah. Like, you know, j just like all the different really powerful majestics that add so much to all the different classes. Yes. Equipment as well. The commons are great. I think that the, the narrative for Everfest has changed in the past few months. Um because I think a lot of people are saying things like, like for instance, in Dynasty, people were like, oh, give Dynasty some worm to breathe, and you'll see it's going to be like, it's not like Everfest. Everfest is garbage and whatever. But you look back at Everfest, and I think people are coming around to it, realizing that like Revel and Runeblood and Swarming Gloomvale. And yeah, there's a lot of Runeblade stuff in there, but there's a lot of other great shit in there. Teclo Pounder. Yeah. But like this as a supplemental set is not like the previous three. This one is a celebration it's like it it but this one to me feels more like lss pushing a storyline like the lore more than anything else i love lore I, I i saw on twitter some people were saying like oh supplemental sets this one doesn't have support for every hero i never saw anywhere that they said supplemental sets were gonna have support for every hero so for me like they're expanding the lore in this and it's really cool, and I came into the game after Prism and Chain, and Levi has always been kind of garbage, and Bolton was always kind of garbage. So it's kind of cool to see, like, oh, these people are getting new things. They're expanding the lore. I pretty much pick my heroes based off of, are they fun to play? Do they look cool? Like, <laughs> I think Lexi really fits my playstyle. I'm so sorry whoever made the Lexi art. I don't like the Lexi art, so I... I just can't bring myself Federico to play. Federico Musetti, I think. Is it really? Oh, yeah. You know he's Federico? an awesome dude. I, you know what? You know what? <laughs> I love the dragons that he draws. Yeah, they're so freaking cool. It's a good save. I don't, yeah, I don't love. I mean, I genuinely, I do. I just don't love the prism art. I don't like to draw my art either. How about that Vincent art though? The Vincent art is pretty fucking cool. I don't know who does that. Federico. Federico. Federico? I, 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 it's Federico. Really, Federico? I'm sorry. So some of your things I fucking love, and some of them I just don't absolutely love but the the dude the vincette is she's such a little weirdo like why are you covering yourself with all these little things like you look so weird but it's drawn so well yeah, she looks sick yeah except alexi though yeah um we got tons of questions from people who want to ask you stuff before i get to that Ooh. i do want to ask you guys or talk a little bit more about three floating as like a squad as a content creation team because what you guys do i think is above and beyond it is like sets the bar in terms of uh just entertaining gripping kind okay of you content. can come on no i already got you in the show i can say whatever <laughs> fuck i want to yeah we're done 
<laughs> if you guys get, are you trust me? If you guys got mad and got up and walked off, that would be so much better for views. <laughs> like, it's like, hate me. Yeah, exactly. I was just like poking the bear. It's like, no, you guys fucking suck. Actually, <laughs> yeah. we're not gonna do that. Uh, but I want to ask you guys when you guys got together to actually do the content for Three Floating and and where you guys, because you guys are all within the entertainment industry. Obviously, you guys are actors and you know producers and whatever. This is all your jam, and it really resonates with the product that you guys put out there because it's it's glorious like i've never heard bad things about the energy the content the direction everything like that it's all aces and i i really want to from not just me from the community thank you guys for putting in the effort so a lot of people think it's easy to put good content but like what people don't understand is like just something as basic as an animation and like a cut to this to that and like that takes time and i want you guys it's better that you say this but let's say you guys put out an hour long video from the point that you start working on that video to the point it's published on YouTube. How much time is put into producing a video that is, let's say, one hour long? I will say 90% of it is Aiden. And it takes, if I was to guess, like 60 hours? For a 30 minute video. For, yeah. 60 hours. Right. Well, six zero. Yeah. For, at one point. It's roughly, it's roughly. An hour for a minute of edited, yeah. like gameplay. That's sort of what it comes down to, because we're that. Yeah, that is true. No, but like that's a, that's a thing. Because keep in mind, and it, when you say like an hour, like, okay, well, it's like oh, we did a twelve hours of shooting. That's not. 12 it's 12 hours 12 hours 12 hours yeah. right because there's three people involved the man hours involved in this or you know like that factors in and then you have a big part of this because you do a lot of the production and, the, and that but this is what i think a lot of people don't understand because everybody wants to or you know a lot of people are like oh, i want to make videos i want to do a podcast and whatever and you could and we encourage you and i think it's great do it but yeah. you're not aiden well but <laughs> but people don't I'm kidding you can do it you're just not <laughs> but people don't understand the work that's put in here because all they see is the finished product and it's like the same thing you guys are actors and you know you're on cobra kai and people are like oh yeah he's like a young guy he's got a great gig on a great show it's like it's it's got great reviews but at the same time i also saw you on like a uh what is it, like a bubblegum commercial or something when you <laughs> when you're like eight years old so this was like this is a slow grind to get there and like again this isn't meant to discourage people it's meant to just sort of pull the veil back on the reality of the work that gets put in there and aiden you, you know like an hour per minute yeah i mean it's just from from past to past like the whole thing is about watchability and and quickness taking out uh taking out stuff yeah. takes time adding in overlays the animations for sure like on all the cards and then there's also just like a lot of creative stuff that goes into um, especially just the interview things like mm -hmm. like digging through that stuff and finding like what what is like the fun, like entertaining and insightful insight. And where do you place that? And the story that you yeah. kind of tell to. I, I think, you know, I think it's important to like part of our kind of mission and not not necessarily mission statement. But one of the things we really wanted to do was kind of like pretend that this game was big enough to warrant all this amount of work, you know? And like, let's just put the work in and pretend that like flesh and blood is the the biggest TCG out there. And there's all this revenue that's, you know, it's like, cause we're not, because we're, cause to us, it is the biggest one. Yeah, exactly. Cause it's, <laughs> the, it's the only game we, you know, literally it's like, we love this game more than any of the other games. We play it all the time. And so like, it's, it's a, we we're doing it because it's fun, but also like we, 
have the ability to put in that time because we were very lucky and that Aiden is still in his final year of school. And so a lot of, a lot of things that the rest of us have to worry about, like jobs and rent and things is like Aiden is still kind of working through that part of his life. So he had the time to put in, which allowed us to get off the ground in the way that now I'm learning from Aiden how to do some editing. You know, we're, we're splitting up the responsibilities moving forward so that it's a little more feasible as Aiden moves into the rest of his life and has to start worrying about those other things. So it's not, it does take an enormous amount of work, but we were also pretty fortunate for just like when the kind of it all came together, we had the time and we had somebody who had the real time to put in because it's like dude, not, not, not a lot of people have the amount of time to put into something like that and also it's not like flesh and blood has the return necessarily to make that kind of a content so that's where like the realm games comes in to help us make sure that we're able to do it and that's a very tough sell too and what a lot of people don't understand is that oftentimes like as much as you might love something it might not have the kind of sustainability where you can actually make a career out of it or or, or whatnot the passion that you have to have and like, again, this is going to be a wake up call for a lot of people. Everybody's like, oh, you know, is flesh and blood in the top four? No, it's not. Or if it is, if it's number four, it's number four. And then like a country mile. Exactly. And then the big three, not to say that the game isn't great. The community isn't awesome and it's not growing or doing well. But what you have to understand is that you can make a living making content for magic or for Yu-Gi-Oh or whatever. You could absolutely do that. And people do do that. But this is not the same thing. And what... Yes. Yet you're yeah. you're split you're spot on when I say yet, but again, like magic is a thirty year old entity here, and flesh and blood is three or four years old. And when what's funny is like when you talk about like how you're doing this, Aiden, while you're studying it in school, but it's an hour per minute per video, and you're putting out an hour long video. Like, do you blame them for not becoming like an astronaut or a surgeon because like of the amount of time that they're taking out of your studies? <laughs> like, you could have probably landed a, a shuttle on Mars by now with the amount <laughs> of time. yeah, and the, with the talent and the time. There's a Brandon Sanderson level novel in his head that we've been hiding was from that the world your book that on the coffee table at the other airbnb what that like tome oh that was oh, that yeah. was yeah. yeah yeah but it's, it's it's not it's not um it's not mine <laughs> I'm, I'm just i'm i'm reading that it book was like this thick dude yeah no. so i i, I want to write stuff like that someday like definitely that's what i'm studying i'm studying screenwriting i love writing fantasy stuff um this is great because it's like a total passion project and it connects us to more like people that get to do stuff like this. Like, yeah. This is what like, we wanted to meet. We wanted to like engage with the community in a way that was like starts to only be possible when you put content out and you kind of put your name out there and you try to engage and create. And we wanted to create something like, dude, when we got into the game, I, we were just looking for gameplay like that. And we just wanted to be able to watch gameplay that was quick and that was produced and that was fun and that was not just like for the established and franchised flesh and blood player it was also for somebody new who just wanted to see if the game was fun and so we're trying to you know the goal is to try to hit the middle ground between like the games are still good and interesting to watch but if you're just discovering the game you're like what is this 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 shit looks fun yeah. you know because it was just it wasn't there when we were when we were first getting into it and it was like well shit i guess i guess we're gonna make it <laughs> <laughs> well this uh, this hits like one of the questions and if i could f actually find it which which is uh, basically the question. I'm going to find it and, and credit who... Uh, oh, here we go. Okay, this is from Luis Contreras off of Twitter asking, is there a clash between creating content for the people who want more competitive uh, stuff and those who want to hang out and chill with fab? Sometimes playing suboptimal is funnier. Like when you guys, you know, you know, this is like a very commander-esque thing. Like when you're making a play, you're not always playing optimally. You're playing for what has the most, you know, exciting outcome. But the same thing is also like just finding 
the the space for the content itself because there is always a demand for deck techs and high level stuff but you know you guys are not out michael there. hamilton well that's it but like you guys are not <laughs> out there breaking the meta you guys are making entertaining content of gameplay and, and other stuff and like funny stuff do you guys find that there's there's you know there's a, a lack of one or the other, or do you guys sort of have to have this conversation of like, Hey, maybe we should do some more, you know, competitive level stuff or like, how do you guys decide this, the, the, the flavor of the content that you guys make? I think everything like we want to present the most competitive games as possible. Like, especially with like the pro tour battles, like we like going and looking at professional built lists and then learning to pilot those and present those as competitively as we can honestly the humor stuff like it's not intentional misplays ever it's like it's like actual like oh some sometimes we kind of suck yeah, and, no like, we're, we're just donkeys yeah and 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 so it, it comes in to to like the edit and like but also just the nature of sitting down and playing flesh and blood with these guys like you know with with your friends but also trying to so yeah i guess it is kind of a line that is hard to walk but um the goal is competitive and entertaining but flesh and blood is a competitive first game and we're very aware of that so and we like that that is why we play this game for the competition so i think always like especially with the 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 talking heads the interviews and stuff that I, I, when I'm looking at an edit, the fun comes from the reactions and the moment to moment, like faces and exchanges that are made between the players while they are in the game competing at the highest level that they can. And then using those interviews to, to bring in the competitive insight, to get you inside the head of the player in the moment. Like those, you know, obviously sometimes you have like a, a three red in the ledger you got it we gotta cut to jacob you know like reliving that you know but um but the goal for those is is to keep the competitive integrity of the video you know yeah i definitely think uh yeah you 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 said everything i think the game is just inherently super competitive and it's kind of hard to not have that and then the sort of chill maybe commander-esque vibe just comes from how we probably actually play. I'm probably the most tomfoolery-ish one whenever we play. Like, even if it's a very, very tight game, I'm still saying the random shit that I say in the <laughs> in the fight nights, you know? Um, yeah, I just think that's... I think it's kind of just... Our channel is really just, like, us playing Flesh and Blood. And it is a super competitive game, but it's still, like, fun and can be funny. Yeah. yeah. So, a question from uh, Teclo Crow from uh, from Instant Speed, yeah. a great person. Teclo Crow, by the way, is the person who helped me redesign the the new logo and the rebrand. So, oh damn, solid ups to Crow. Uh, got yeah. Yeah. Crow asks, what inspires you to make content? Uh, to make your type of content, is there anybody that you guys look up to? And uh, yeah, oh oh my gosh, it's me. Um, yeah, I mean we were. Yeah, yeah. The the when we got into this there were definitely you know we me and jacob come from magic and uh watching you know i watched before I, when, I, when i met jacob i hadn't ever seen cobra kai i had seen his episode of game nights i was like oh i i don't know i know that guy from game nights um like i didn't know him from cobra kai and so i, I you know i watched a lot of the the magic shows like game nights like playing with power like play to win i love play to win that was definitely like a big kind of a uh, uh, model for us in terms of like the way that they yeah the way that they uh 
utilized like quickness in the edit and taking out a lot of the dead air. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, there's just there's there's a lot of great actual or not actual play, but like live play uh, of TCG footage out there. There just wasn't a lot for Flesh and Blood that wasn't you know 55 minutes of people just kind of shuffling their cards and maybe talking, but mostly just thinking because a lot of the most interesting decisions in Flesh and Blood happen in your head. They don't happen on the board. Like you just block with the card. Like what you see on the board is just somebody just blocked with a card, but all of the decisions that you had to move through in your head to decide, okay, I'm going to block with this card because I've already thought through my next turn and maybe the turn after that. And I'm thinking about right. Like all that your pitch stack, like all that stuff happens in your head. It's not visual. So without going into the player's minds, like we try to do on our show, you, you don't get that as the viewer. You don't get that as the, as the, you know, audience member. So the, that's something that definitely a lot of the magic shows do. And we, you know, yeah, we, 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 we like it too. <laughs> I got to ask now, this is just purely me. Who's the first person out of you three to turn down uh, an idea? Like who's the most strict when it comes to like somebody, somebody floats an idea. Who's the first person that you are the most frequent to say, uh, it's kind of silly or that uh, I don't think so. Is there, or do you guys just say, I'm going to trust you. Let's just roll with it. That's a great question. I think it might be me. I think, I think, yeah, J Jacob will have the hardest, like, you know, like if there is something that you don't like, you'll you'll be the first to voice it. Well, I'm Jacob's also, also Jacob's also the most stubborn, just be like, no, I like this, I'm doing it. Like, that's, <laughs> <laughs> like our very first episode. This is funny, damn it. Yeah, like oh, our our first man. episode ever. Jacob is Jacob's like, I don't really like to draw my art. I want to use my Magic the Gathering Japanese Sarkon art, and we're like, okay, but do you think maybe not having a magic card <laughs> on, our, on our very first video and <laughs> very first the, literally, and I, and the, the the way this man looked at me, just like, no. <laughs> I, I like it and I'm doing it. I was like, all right, dude, like you got it, brother. <laughs> okay. That's, that you is. Can't play with the drum I, I mean, in, in more of an actual answer to your question, I think something that we have found is, or that's lucky is we all kind of come at things from a very similar core, but we have three kind of distinct, like, like individualized opinions on a lot of different things that we all, like you said, like really trust. Like if Aiden says something like, no, I don't think it should be this. I think it should be this. Like Aiden and I have the, the right amount of differences and the right amount of like different expertises that I'm like, all right, I trust you, man. And like, same with Jacob and they'll do the same for me. Like if somebody kind of puts their foot down, it, it's probably for a reason that we're, we, we just trust. We're like, all right, yeah, that's, that's probably correct. Like and if someone puts down their foot, and the other two people are also putting down their foot, then we trust the majority. Yeah, true. yeah. I'd say the the first thing that we I, I remember disagreeing about was the layout. I remember that was like the first thing our that overlay? our overlay. Yeah, that was sort of the first thing that I remember like debating back and forth with like the three of us. We all had like different ideas on um, what, we want to show. what we wanted to show, and we pretty I don't, I don't know we pretty much compromised almost every single time. I want to say because most of 99% of the time when we are having creative differences, they kind of are still going down the same yeah, tunnel, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, I don't know. It's like you guys, are, exactly. It's like uh, you guys like the same flavor of ice cream. You're just not agreeing on the top, on like the sprinkles, right? Like that's kind yeah, of- Yeah, yeah, basically. Or it's like, I like a cake cone. Sam always wants it in a cup, you no, know? A cup? Waffle that's- cone. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like once you guys get older and you're like, you just don't want to get your fingers dirty and, and carry on napkins and stuff, cup's the way to go, dude. Like it is. And then you're Cups also old enough- with a little cone on top. Ah, uh, that's also good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. If you're going to do cone, it's got to be in the cone because if you do the cup and you throw a cone on top, then it just crumbles all over you as you're in the car, like 
like just cone shattering. No, there's a way to finesse it where the cone breaks into the cup uh-huh. and you're eating like crunchy spoonfuls. So I just don't have the dexterity to, to succeed. Yeah. Do, doing. <sighs> Fascinating. Cool. Uh. <laughs> Waffle cone. Like, 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 please stop talking about ice cream. <laughs> no, I, it's just because we don't have any in this Airbnb right now. So like, I can't. Um, Keith! <laughs> Keith! Keith's like, on it um the uh, another question from a uh, textman gaming from uh the isp discord asking um who's everybody's first hero and have you stuck with that hero the first time i met you was a ridiculous story because i looked at it was in this was a silly story we were it was in indianapolis and i you were late to the table and i look at the pairing and it said jacob bertrand and i thought it was jacob bartrand who or bartram <laughs> who owns the realm games right and i was like oh my. i'm like he's at his booth right there i talked to him like 10 minutes ago why didn't he tell me he was playing and i was like waiting and then you show up and you sit down and you're like and like hey how's it going man sorry i'm late i'm like oh it's all good and i'm like are you sure that this is he's like yeah i'm jacob i'm like oh okay cool I'm sure like, yeah and i was like yeah no because like your name reminds me of somebody and not i've never seen cobra kai and like i know like i didn't know who you were and <laughs> i'm like this is just a really rad dude and you're like oh yeah you're like i get that all the time don't worry about it i was like, <laughs> I'm like and, and i'm like okay we played the whole game we had a blast and yeah. we laughed a lot it was an old m5 game i was getting wrecked but it was just yeah. it was super fun yeah, yeah, yeah. and like and, and it was funny because like after the game you were like dude hey Thanks for not being an asshole because like I played against an asshole. Oh, yeah. And I was like, dude, right I, before you. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I played it against an asshole before, or whatever. And I'm like, hey, can I give you some advice and like this and that? And like, yeah, yeah it, was it was great. great. It was yeah. it was awesome. Then you 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 left. I left. I went to go talk to some people. I was like, oh my god, a weirdest thing happened. I played against somebody who has the same name as as that guy, as like Jacob Bartram, or really close. He's like, who'd you play? I said Jacob Bertram. He's like, Jacob Bertram, like from Cobra Kai. I'm like, fuck if I know. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> you're like, sure. I don't, nah, know. I don't know. And he's like, <laughs> no, that game nice. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From game night. And then I, it was funny because I had to go back to, to talk to you. I'm like, I'm really sorry. I'm like, when I said there was somebody else, I thought, I thought you were that guy, which now, like, it's hilarious because you guys have a great relationship yeah. with the Bartrams, but, like, it was just weird. And you were the nicest freaking guy. <laughs> Anyways, all this to say, are you still on five? Uh, <laughs> ju- not as much. Uh, I'm, I think I'm going to go back to it in this meta. It, it's still, it just really sucks against Rangers, but I feel like I can take down Katsu's. I feel like I can beat Vincent and draw mine. I just have to dodge Rangers. I had to dodge Rangers and Oldham. Now it's just Rangers. So. How do you feel against Bravo? Ooh. I totally forgot Bravo's thing. Bravo sucks too. Hey. Uh, if, you, if you find your sync below on time, you can do it. Yeah, I think I'm like 2-2 two and two into Bravo. I mean, on Talishar, I'm like 8-2 into Bravo. If you remember that like really reinforce the line doesn't target your flick facts and you're totally fine. Right? Oh my god, dude. Yeah, we were just really... <laughs> this guy is... I've never even seen that car before and I was like, all right, flick flag... Why can't I click on the reinforce the line? I was like, what the hell? For all for all of you who want like a visual, uh, Jacob was sitting on a couch playing Talishar on his and just we were down here setting up and all of a sudden, all of a sudden you hear is like Fuck! <laughs> Like Dude, this guy I so it was I was trying this katsu list that Aiden told me to we play the We Make Best uh needle katsu. And I was playing, I was like, Oh, this is cool. And I play a Bravo, he goes first, he goes uh, crippling crush. And I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> my my first hand was, I think, uh, no, no, no. no. It was there. it was a yellow bonds. It was my one yellow. No, no, yeah, yellow bonds. Sink below. Uh, reinforce the line and a conceal blade. And he just, uh, what deck is this? <laughs> it's the needle katsu. I just drew a lot of the weird cards, but and then he just goes. Uh, make a 
whatever the seismic surge pass. And I was like, oh fuck, I really wanted to cycle my hand and block something. This is a really ass hand. So I just, just kind of like pass back. <laughs> like, you know, Arsenal. No, you. Yeah, like, I'm doing it too. And then the, his following turns went crippling crush, crippling crush, uh, spinal crush into CNC. And then he played another crippling crush. Crush the week first, then crippling crush. And then I think I lost so, to. That's funny to me because, like, in while I was sort of like playing around with, uh, with Bravo, I was like, is Crush of the Week good in this meta? I'm like, I don't know. And then you're just talking about how it just gooned you real hard. Yeah, so it's yeah. I mean, against Ninja, I mean, it's probably going to be good against, uh, maybe not Vincent, because she has some, like, fours and sixes, huh? Yeah. So are you guys still on the same heroes that you guys sort of started on? Or, like, what did you start on? I'll go first, because we all know your answer. Um, I My first two decks that I built in CC, I played for, like, a year on my kitchen table before I went to my first event. And I was playing with the Blitz decks, and I was, like, building my own kind of Blitz decks. But the first deck I really built that I was that I brought to the tournament was Lexi. It was Ice Lexi, um, Yuki's List. And I was most recently on Lexi. I, I'm kind of homeless. Like, I don't, I don't have a hero that I've been, like, this is... This is the one for me. I think the closest has been Icelander. I just, you know, hasn't been. It hasn't been the best meta for Icelander. But as I've won, I'm normally a kind so of a hit. Play the best meta. So yeah. I'm about to. I'm about to get there. I'm normally. I'm normally a hipster with these type of games. Like when I was playing Magic, I didn't want to play a commander that like anybody had ever seen before. Like I like to be the hipster with these type of games. But for Flesh and Blood, because I've wanted to get really good, I saw like some <laughs> random person online was like, if you want to get really good at a TCG, play like the t like a tier one meta deck and learn how to play it really well and learn how to play it in all the matchups. And you'll just, you'll get better at the game because you'll be winning some games and you'll lose games that you could have won and you can like really think about the best way to move through your play. So I've taken that advice kind of to heart with this one. And I, I do try to play like a good, like if I'm going to a tournament, I want to play a good meta call. Um, but I am, I have just re-sleeved Icelander because even though it's not the best, it is the deck I have the most fun with. So. That's part of it too, right? But like, it's really good advice and you're right because if you're playing suboptimally, you're going to feel like you have no chance and then you do like, part of it is confidence too. I know that you're all about Dash. Yeah, but I didn't start on Dash. I started on Dorinthia. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. Dorinthia was my first hero. Dorinthia Blitz and then, um, upgraded into a CC. But before that, um, my first armory, Sam invited me to come to our locals, and they were like, uh, there's a person there, Blake, Blake. Uh, who has a full CC Dory deck, and you can just borrow it. And, like, I knew what the value of the cards was at this point because we'd played enough on, like, Tabletop sim Simulator and stuff. So I was like, that's crazy, just, like, how nice these people are. Just, like, show up. Yeah, totally. Use my deck of, like, hundreds of dollars of cards. It was awesome. I showed up, played with like a real Dory deck for my first couple of weeks of learning the game. And then I was like, okay, I want to invest in having my own deck. Like, that'll be awesome. And uh, honestly, how I found Dash was just, was she was the one deck and hero that Sam didn't show me. So I was like, who is this? Like, uh, like you know, I, the art just grabbed me right away. I was like, N this looks like nothing else in the game. And the then art. art's important. Art is super important. And then... um. Uh, the Teclo Foundry on YouTube. He makes great Dash content. And uh, yeah, uh, watch all his videos and, and those taught me how to find the Dash lines. And then, yeah, I've, I've done I've done well with her. <laughs> Did I tell you that I randomly ran into a Talisha game with him? Really? Yeah, we were playing Blitz and his little name was like Teclo Foundry. And I was like, yo, are you like the Teclo Foundry? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, I am. And I was like, oh shit. My friend Aiden loves your videos. We're three floating. And he was like, oh, shit. I know who you are. That's so cool. And I was playing Emperor, and he was on Prism. And um, 
yeah, it was it was oh stinky. But it was a great game, and we like chatted a bunch during the game, and didn't really play. We kind of just like chatted. I don't even think we finished the game. He was totally winning, but he like had to go or like edit. Or Get the like uh, that whole alert of like forty seconds of inactivity. Like, yeah, yeah, I was like, oh shit. Oh, sorry, man. Uh, BRB, gotta play real quick. I get that too. Sometimes like I'll be playing on Talishar and somebody like, "Are you Flake?" I'm like, and I'm like, "Yeah." It's like, "Oh, that's cool. Like, it's nice to meet you." I'm like, "Yeah, you too, man." And then like literally, fifteen minutes later, it's like I get tagged in a Twitter post. I'm like, "I just beat Flake." It's like, <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah, you did. You absolutely did. Just played Flake. Great guy. Sucky player. Yeah. Though. Like, <laughs> wow. Really gracious when he gets his ass kicked. So cool. Um, the, uh, it's just great. Like having a friend who can lend you. A CC Dory list is like having a friend who's like, dude, you can use my car anytime. Except the car is like a tractor. Like it's just <laughs> the car is like it's a like uh, yeah, no, it's cool. I'll walk. It's yeah. all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Um, next question actually is for you, Sam, because uh, I got the joy and privilege of being able to cast with you at the brawl in Chicago. Was it in Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. And now this is something that you're doing more often. You're going to be casting Cincinnati. Yeah. Casting with a Savage Feats, Ethan and Nathan Dolman, and our co-caster Brody Spurlock. Dude, I don't want like I, it's I it's <laughs> it's so tough for me to hear that name and then not just like be a fanboy. Like I just like <laughs> like it's I feel like he's a I feel like he's like a pyramid scheme, and I'm getting in at the ground floor. You know, like. <laughs> Like, I don't know. I'm like, no, I've been a fan of his like forever. And I'm like <laughs> reaping the benefits. I'm like, I'm bringing people in and they're bringing people in, you know, but like, how, how did you decide that this was something you want to do? Like, you're obviously a performer. You're, you're great at it as well, but this Thanks. is something that like, for me, when I got into this, I actually declined the first few offers to cast Gwent way back when, because I'm like, this is something that I'm not cut out for at all. I didn't want to touch it. And eventually they kind of like, dude, we need somebody to just do it. Who cares? And then I fell in love with it. Like, what was the process for you that this was something that you wanted to do? Yeah, I mean, it's it's not too dissimilar in a funny way. It, because acting and performing and being in front of camera is something I've done my whole life. It was not my goal, says the guy with the YouTube channel. It wasn't my goal, though. At first, like, I didn't I didn't want to, like, necessar necessarily mix the two worlds. Um, but... Uh, Justin Luwag at Arcane Games and Events. They have an incredible tournament series that I've been lucky enough to be a part of for a long time now. Before his very first tournament back in January, he was just like, Sam, he sat, literally sat me down after an armory. He showed me a bunch of footage of old Magic GPs that he loved and was just like, I want to build something like this. I think you'd be really good in the booth and I think you should cast next month. And I was like, I don't know, man. I've never done it. I was totally nervous. You know, I didn't have like top eights under my belt from like big tournaments. I was like, well, why would people want to listen to me talk about this game? Um, and he just was like, I just think you'd be really good at it. And I think you'd have a lot of fun. And I would really, I think the broadcast that I'm doing would be served by you being there. And so I was like, right, I'm going to do one. And if it's too scary <laughs> or if it just does, like if, if it doesn't feel good, if it feels like, okay, that was really stressful and people were really mean to me, like I'm not going to do it again. Um, <laughs> But it was really, really fun. And it and the things that I loved about performing, I loved getting to find those things talking about Flesh and Blood because it is kind of my favorite thing in the world right now. And it's the thing I think about and talk about the most. So getting to do that and also kind of, you know, put on a show for a stream was, was really fun. And maybe it's maybe the key is just 
not have it be something you're like desperate to do at the beginning. Maybe the key is not saying no at first and being like, I don't know. Maybe it's not for me. But. I don't know, man. I, there's money I just left on the table there. Like, yeah. <laughs> I wish I could go back in time and be like, you moron. You could have been driving something better than a Corolla, you <laughs> idiot. Uh, but no, it's, it's great. And like, again, the, the community is better for it. The community is better for you guys doing what you guys do. It is so cool that to see the passion that you guys have and like the same thing for you when you get to combine your passion for the game with your your passion and your talent for doing the broadcasting and the performance and whatever because that's what it is in reality it's performance like when you're up there and but it's improv it's performance and it's not easy but again the amount of joy i had to sit next to you and just feel that energy and that passion it was like you feed off that because i have i have casted with like complete fish and like it's it's <laughs> difficult and it's tough because you feel like you're carrying and you feel like you're you're just you're holding on to like a, a ball and chain while you're walking through but with you you're just like i sometimes i'm like you got to keep up like i'm just like no this guy's got it and it's, it's great and i want to just say that it's awesome that you're you're in this and you're doing this stuff and uh plenty more to come man so. dude i i really i really appreciate it you i you when we got to do that, you put out that tweet where you just congratulated me, and I literally saw it, and I like my jaw kind of dropped. I was like, "That is so nice of this man." I mean, because you talk oh, about my publicist, man. I don't know what the <laughs> shit happens like that. It's well, not you, me. You, you <laughs> talk about you know you talk about the community, but in a, in a large part, I mean, like you are a core of this community, and a lot of what happens in this world kind of moves through you, and the people look to you for the news and the the, the like. I've been I've been like watching, and I've been a fan and watching this shit for two years, man. So it's really cool for me to be here, for us to be here, and I mean it's. I, I was I was uh, in Pittsburgh like, dude, I'm getting a cast of Flake. Like, no, this is crazy. I, I appreciate <laughs> that. But um, I think you three as a team are a, a real like bright spot for the community. And um, wherever you guys are in 10 years or whatever you're involved with, I hope it's still with Flesh and Blood. But whatever it is, you're going to be enriching that community and that content. You guys are fucking awesome. So thank you hey. for that. Uh, I'm going to end it on a pretty serious question because some people decided that they wanted to really go uh really go hard here this one from will bradshaw asking uh tacos or burritos and for the record we did a lot of taco bell drive through <laughs> this past few Not days a lot of restaurants in ohio no <laughs> man where we are right now. first of all ohio if you're listening um your grocery store should not close at like like 5 p.m yeah yeah, yeah. i like it was like 8 30 and i'm like i'm gonna go get some like a, i'm gonna get some bread and something to make a sandwich and i walk in and like it's a ghost town and people are like what are you doing in these parts <laughs> like exactly it's like they're giving me like a stink eye i'm like no nah, i'm good like, Wait, i'm from a yeah, no, that that's yeah. basically it. like Toronto, six million people. You guys are like in LA, like forty-eight billion people, right? <laughs> like that's just the case. It's like people are stacked on top of each other. I went there thinking that at the worst it closed at ten, and like they were there, and there was like a tumbleweed that like was racing me to the store. Like that was like where the why the fuck are you here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just whispers like there's like an old like ghost lady in an old wedding dress yeah. being like, "Have you seen my husband?" I'm like, I'm <laughs> going right back to the Airbnb. Yeah, and even she's like, "Wait, why are you here?" Yeah. It's past six thirty. <laughs> Basically, the like, sun is setting. Edmund, I'm like I <laughs> never no, mind. No, 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 no. Canadian, choose my passport. I'm out of here. Like no, haunt. Uh, sorry about that. Yeah, haunt the locals, yeah. motherfucker. Like <laughs> it's not for me. Grocery store opens at nine a.m. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a small town that even the ghosts have jobs. They're like, yeah, yeah. Like we need people to do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, damn. I mean, maybe the ghost could just be our our sign. 
until everyone like it opens at nine <laughs> it's closed now go home that's gonna be our next guest next week it's just like yeah <laughs> basically dude thank you so much for oh tacos and burritos oh right tacos and burritos that was it fuck the ghost tacos yeah, and burritos fuck the ghost. sorry snap we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna piss people off i know okay snap snap tacos and burritos i'm tacos tacos burritos dude. it's burritos every time yeah it's, oh whoa! It's burritos every time. War. No, because you can't. Ping pong you battle. Can't have like doubles on this tiny. No, it's like a self-sustained ecosystem like pocket. Like you could literally put it in like your like lapel pocket. I have. All right, I have. I have. I have a just brief thought. I think the I think the correct answer is tacos. I think like authentically, like the food is is probably is more meant to be to be presented in taco form, and I think I just prefer burritos. How? Yeah, you eat your tacos with, with flour tortillas, don't you? No. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. This yeah, has been uh, this is this is the rift that we're gonna see. There will be no right further yeah. three floating episodes. <laughs> Guys, the, um, the three floating that, video is gonna be postponed this week. The burrito has to, it's like it's all toasted. It's a little hard. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah, Aiden is like right now being like you morons. <laughs> Sam really does a lot as long hard things i will say this aiden i do completely understand why it's an hour a minute for editing because this is a lot of cleanup right now like we <laughs> a lot of cleanup there's a lot of cleanup yeah <laughs> a lot totally. of cleanup yeah okay. well most of it is when is when someone does something gets put in the tank and the other person's like or like last episode like sam went in the tank and i was just like talking the whole time can you do that noise again because i really want to know what the like auto closed captioning is gonna do for this <laughs> in the tank or or it's uh, Jacob on turn three. Fuck, I fucking lost this game. <laughs> the game is over. Yeah. And, 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 then, and then me off the side, all right, but play like you're still going to win. And then he wins at the end. And then I just need to find a way to make it look yeah. like he like was competitive Mount, the whole time. Mountains of Jacob's salt. Right. So, Thanks again. Where can we find more three floating content? How do we get in touch with you guys if people want to reach out and just be like, you guys are awesome. What's the best way? Twitter and YouTube. Three floating. <laughs> TH. T H T R T R three floating T H R E E floating on YouTube and Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. Okay, well, thank you so much to our sponsors at Kayfabe Cards. Go to kayfabecards.com. Be who you want to be, as well as to all the patrons. This is going to be a special episode because I think I convinced you guys to do a hot tub uh, discussion. So we're only for the go again though. Yeah. It's going to be for the, the, the Patreon add on the go again, the guy kind of stuff. So, uh, please, if you want to you go to patreon.com slash instant speed for as little as two bucks a month, you can support me and, uh, I'm get, a patron. Yeah. And you get to see Aiden shirtless with his chest hair. Come on now. That's worth the patron money. You were pulling at his arm hair. Earlier. I'm, I I'm, I'm going to be deep in the bubbles. <laughs> We don't know what that means. But find oh, out. He's going to be deep in it. Sorry. Find out. <laughs> the page. Thank you so much for listening to Instant Speed Podcast. Don't forget, you're not losing if you're learning. We'll see you next time on ISP. ISP! Let's go! Yeah. Let's go! Oh, thank you guys so much. That was so much fun.